From the Selfish Path to Romance, download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com. <laughs> I can't deal with this. With what? Table manners? No, baby, with you telling me what to do every second of the day. And with you rearranging my entire apartment, making the bed every morning. You're still mad because I misplaced your papers? It, it's not just my papers. I, you know, I don't know where anything is anymore. And that's from Tortilla Soup. And if you're living with someone who just is taken charge in a way that's not comfortable for you, you want to think twice because you don't have to continue to live in that situation. And that doesn't mean you have to get up and leave, but you need to express yourself. And how do you do that? That's one of the many things that you can talk about on this program, which is the rational basis of happiness. Who are you? I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner, and my number is toll-free 1-877-DR-KENNER, D-R-K-E-N-N-E-R. I'm a clinical psychologist, and you can call me with any questions that are messing up your sleep, are messing up your ride home instead of a pleasurable ride home, listening to the music or listening to a book on tape that you might enjoy. You're just going over some fight that you had with your kids or concern that you have about your marriage or financial worries at work and you don't know how to deal with it. I think we should talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. Pick up the phone and give me a call. Again, toll free one eight seven seven Dr. Kenner and my website is drkenner.com, D-R-K-E-N-N-E-R.com. You can listen to a podcast. You can uh, read articles I've written, uh, look at books that I recommend. And right now I want to turn to the phones and welcome Marie. Oh, but right before I do that, if you're having difficulty and you feel like you don't love your life, you don't even like your life, and you don't feel like you can get any grounding, you don't know how to uh, change things in your life, it just seems to be the problems are just overwhelming to you. It's You don't want to just give in. You don't want to settle for the routine. You don't want to fake happiness to look and act happy. Well, later in the show, I will be talking with Craig Biddle, who will talk about actual methods that you can use to achieve happiness. Again, I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner, and right now I want to turn to the phones and welcome Marie. Marie, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. Oh, and you're having some difficulty with your five-year-old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tell me, is, is your five-year-old the only one in the house? Yep. <laughs> you got other kids? No? Nope. Okay. He's an only child. Okay, <laughs> and you live alone or you live with your husband? Um, I, Boyfriend? I did a recently divorced for about a year, and I just, um, for about a year and a half, and I just, uh, around that time, I moved back in with my parents so I could go to college. Oh, good for you. Yeah, to get yeah. my degree. Yeah, and um, and my son, he's he's a very hands-on child. <laughs> okay, when you say hands-on, you've got this big sm- <laughs> uh, laughter with it. Tell me about it. He um, he loves to be around other children, and he likes having friends. And I noticed when I drop him off at it's, it's like a daycare learning center because yeah. he just turned five, but so it's like a preschool type thing. Mm-hmm. And I notice when I drop him off, they're happy to see him, and they say goodbye to him, but they're also very leery of him because he, he's not gentle. He's, he's rough. Um, he doesn't know how to keep his hands to himself. Meaning um, I had problems with him hitting. Like, he would try to wrestle too much with kids. Yeah. So I um, thought, I thought to myself, you know, maybe it's because I let him watch, because I let him watch Spider-Man and Iron Man and... 
Transformers. So I yeah. thought, well, maybe, you know, I made a mistake in letting him watch those things. So I, I took those away from him about a month ago. No, actually a lie. Yeah, two, three months ago. Okay. And um, it hasn't really been getting that much better. I even got him in soccer because it's a non-contact sport. Yeah. And after a while, he'll get boards running back and forth, and he wants to, like, shove other kids. Yeah, where does you think it came from Spider-Man, Iron Man, and Transformer, TV, or games, or what? I don't know, because I know sometimes he likes to pretend like he's them. And um, I don't know. Actually, this past week, it got worse because he actually tried to hit his um, his daycare teacher. What um, triggers it? I'm sorry? What triggers his hitting? I don't. No. Okay, that's what you, as a mom, you want to study, look for patterns. Like, when I picture him hitting, I don't know whether he's playing around with a big smile on his face and he's just tossing like my kids. We we had um, dogs in our family. We had dogs when my kids were young. And they would just, you know, be petting the dog and jumping around with the dog and kind of not not wrestling, but just playing with the dog. Mm -hmm. And it was joyous. It wasn't angry. It wasn't hurtful. And, you know, so I can picture him doing something like that, playing, or pretending he's the hero, which, eh, that's wonderful, you know, Uh to have your kid want to assume the role of the hero rather than the villain, that's wonderful. Well, actually, this is what concerns me, because (laughs) when I was at school, my mom was watching him, and um, he got into an argument with his neighborhood friend, and he had um, a small, he had like a, a block of wood. Yeah. And he was holding it over the fence. And my mom says, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. And he was getting ready to drop it on his friend's head. And she's like, what are you doing? He's like, he called me a crybaby. I'm not a crybaby. He said, I'm so angry right now. And she's oh. like, then she corrected. She's like, put that down. That is not how you solve, you know, your issues. And she did. She talked to him. She, she had eight kids. My mom knew how to be calm and talk to him and and firm but that just worried me a little bit and then so that's when i started getting more strict on the movies and then like now it really upset me that he you know he was upset and he hit his teacher and i he's been in his room because i i told him you know as soon as you come home from school you go straight to your room yeah because you don't touch adults and um that was on tuesday and today every day when i go pick him up like how do you do today he tried to do it again Okay, here's what happens. When you send a kid to the room, what do you think that they're thinking as a parent? I think that, uh, to me, he's probably going out of his mind because he's he's very active. Yeah. And I think that he's probably going out of of his mind because he's used to being able to run and play. He's he's 110 until he goes to sleep. He's what? He's a very active child. Very active. Okay, let me just slow this down a little bit. one of the things, your mother did something nice when, or she did something that I like, which is when he's going to become aggressive to initiate force to drop a hit with the, the other child with wood, yes. she stops him right away with a firm, confident voice saying, no, you know, kids are not for hitting, or no, that's not how you solve the issue. Those are fabulous words. Right. And what he needs, he needs other methods to solve his issue of anger. How does this child know how, does he know how to cope with anger? Most adults don't. 
Okay. They don't. They either become sullen and quiet or passive aggressive, you know, doing things underhand. They're late or they'll get you back somehow. Or they become overtly angry or it escalates into, you know, hitting people with blocks or right. uh, <laughs> whether it's calling them a crybaby or other right. things. So, no, he, like him and I try to have an open communication with him. Yeah. So he lets me know. He'll say, Mama, I'm just so angry. He'll tell me when he's, when he's angry. Yeah. And we'll talk about it, but he just, I guess I, I see him what do you aggressive do? on both sides. Like when he gets upset or even when he's happy, both ways he's very hands-on. Okay, so Whether you, what, <laughs> some of the things that, if there is, those are two separate issues. Right. The one where he's angry, if you know how to teach him how to deal with his own feelings, and I want to give you the name of what I think is the gold standard in parenting, um, the book, it's at my website, drkenner.com. It's how to talk so kids will listen and listen so kids will talk. Just go to my website, drkenner.com. And they will give you skills such as um, if he's really, if he needs a way to express his anger, you can say, how old is your son, by the way? He um, is five years old. Five years old. You can say, um, when you're really angry, draw me a picture of how angry you are and give him red and black crayons okay, or give yeah. him, you know, and teach him he can express it that way. Or you can express it in words. You need to tell your friend in words, I am really hurt. I don't like to be called a crybaby. I expect it to stop. You help give him other skills, but most parents don't have those skills, which are why these books are so, the books by these particular authors, Adele Faber and Elaine Maslisch, are so fabulous. Yeah. When he's uh, playing with kids and being aggressive, maybe you can teach him how to be gentle by oh, going to a petting zoo and learning how to pet gently because animals respond if you're too rough. Uh-huh. You know, so teaching him, I, even with a stuffed animal, you could play around as being gentle with them. So he gets a softer side, too, and maybe some role models. If he sees some people at the zoo handling an animal gently, you know, he can just learn the skill of being, you know, you want to be gentle with your friends like at this, like you were at the zoo, honey. Listen, thank you so much for your call. I wish we had more time. I'm Doc. Okay, I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner on the rational basis of happiness. Toll free one eight seven seven Dr. Kenner. Here's an excerpt from the Selfish Path to Romance by clinical psychologist Dr. Ellen Kenner. Barry's wife Kaylee tells him that when his mother drops in unannounced, interferes with the way she does things, and even criticizes her, she feels uncomfortable. It's Barry's responsibility to talk to his mother and explain that he and Kaylee understand she's trying to be helpful, but that they do things differently and would like her to stop, as they often feel criticized by her actions. Barry can then ask his mother to agree to planning visits together in advance. If you allow constant parental abuse or intrusiveness, you are sanctioning it by your silence, which means you are choosing your parents as a higher value than your partner. For romance to thrive, you need to protect your privacy and establish proper boundaries with your parents. You can download Chapter 1 for free by going to drkenner.com and you can buy the book at amazon.com.